Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Heart Enduro. I am actually on the road today, um, heading up in, into Kentucky, actually up near Saddleback. Um, Drew Kirby had a chance to talk with Chris Collier last night. Um, sorry we didn't get it up a little quicker, but um, hopefully you guys will get the information you need about the Saddleback Extreme, which is coming up uh, Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Um, starts off at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. you got to get signed up before the event. Um, they're, they're practicing some social distancing stuff, uh, trying to be respectful of everything that's going on around the Louisville area right now. Um, so go ahead and get signed up. Hopefully everybody is fully recovered from the TKO. Hopefully you get your uh, your bikes cleaned and repaired. I know I had a little bit of uh, surprise damage once I got back, clutch lever and, and some other stuff. So anyways, hopefully you guys can make it up to Saddleback Extreme. It's part of the SEER series. Um, some other big news came out this week about the SEER series. They've They've lost a couple of events or venues, but they've gained some venues. So there are two races coming up. One, which is going to be at the Trials Training Center, which we're super excited about. And then one is also going to be in kind of southern central Tennessee, about an hour west of Chattanooga is what I understand. Uh, Close to CMRA, but not on the CMRA property. So um, those races are coming up in October and November. Stay tuned to America Hard Enduro, um, Facebook, Instagram. We'll have updates on there, and um, hopefully we'll see you guys there. And then also the Rev Limiter is coming up here in a few weeks. So stay tuned for a podcast, hopefully with Mark Cook and some of those guys, um, so we can talk about what's going on down in, uh, I guess it's Bridgeport, Texas. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the trail. Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. I'm on the line with Chris Collier of Saddleback East. Chris, how are you doing today? I can't talk, apparently. <laughs> Starting off good. Uh, we're, yeah, no, we're good. We're, uh, you know, trying to get this thing as hard as we can get it and watching where this hurricane's coming in because uh, if it rains, uh, you guys are going to be out on the struggle bus. Well, you know, I, it's funny. I, I saw that on the news last night, and uh, we're recording this. It's Wednesday, August 26th, so it'll probably be up maybe today, maybe tomorrow. So about a week and a half before the Saddleback Extreme on Saturday this year, September 5th. That's right. So what's the, what's the hurricane looking like since you're, you're paying a little better attention than I am? <laughs> well, I'd love to say that uh, we planned this uh, because uh, – <laughs> After uh, some people last year said it could have been harder, some said it could have been easier. We're like, well, if we just get a little bit of moisture and uh, well, Mother Nature is going to deliver Hurricane Laura, or should we say the uh, remnants of Hurricane Laura are coming through this weekend. So I I think you guys will be uh, in good shape. We'll have good dirt for you. Okay. well, that really had me worried because I've ridden at Saddleback East when it's wet and it might be the slickest dirt I've ever ridden. (laughs) <laughs> let's just say uh if it's wet just aim for the rocks you'll get more traction on the rocks than you will on the on the mud well and, and ironically enough down here in tennessee right now the rocks are so slick you're doing anything you can to find dirt so it'll it'll be a readjustment of the brain for sure oh 
Well, let me make that clear. I didn't mean to say that <laughs> yes. the rocks would give you traction. <laughs> oh, okay. I just said you'd be better off headed for the rocks, maybe for traction. Okay. So, well, let's let's touch back. So, is this the okay. second or the third year of Saddleback Extreme? This is our third year. Okay. Um, we the first year, um, obviously, um, back in 2018. Uh, we had a group of guys that kind of put their heads together and said, Hey, let's do, uh, let's do an extreme enduro. It's starting to gain popularity in Europe. Uh, we have the terrain here for it. And, you know, our, our first year, it went pretty good. I mean, we, we had some, some guys that came from around the region and had fun, had fun. Okay. Well, and then, so last year you guys were the final event of or the the final race of the american hard enduro series we had some kind of year-end awards we all stayed around and hung out and had a good time um so last year we did have some big names wade young was there he went he won colton haker was there ricky russell ended up rounding out the podium at third place um what what changes should we look forward to or i guess let's back up how how did you think last year went year two's you know usually easier than year one and and uh how'd you feel it went you know First of all, we were just and we're still very thankful that AHE, uh, American Hard Enduro, kind of reached out and said, hey, we're putting this series together and, and we're we're really kind of driving this new sport in the U.S. And we'd like uh, for you all to consider uh, being a stop, which we really appreciated. And we want to thank uh, you and Will and, and Blake for including us Um it went really well. You know, we, we did have, like you said, some big names like Drew Kirby and Wade Young <laughs> easy, and people easy. like that <laughs> showing up. Um, we thought we had put together a, a challenging course um, when, uh, in all seriousness, I think it was you and uh, Chuck DeLulo and Colton and Wade kind of uh, looked at things and thought, hey, you know, is there a chance we can, you know, up the ante a little bit? So, uh, actually, uh, hours before and the day before, we changed some things around and, and put in some uh, some additional ravines and some additional hill climbs. And I think uh, I think it went well, Drew. I mean, well, you're trying to make it fun for everybody. Uh, it's difficult, but uh, it, we had a great time. We had a great time. Well, and and I got there again. It was on Sunday of Labor Day weekend last year. That's right. So I got That's up right. there. I don't know midday Saturday. And and when I got there is when Chuck and Wade and I think Colton and some other guys said, we got to make this harder. And right. props to you guys and the, the whole club of Saddleback for saying, okay, what can we do? And, I mean, we had Wade Young, you know, he was up in, on the hill carrying the ribbon, you know, adding sections. And, and Colton and him were, you know, saying, hey, we need to do this. We need to go here. We added some ravines, like you said. And it definitely stepped it up. Now, if it had been wet, I don't know if we'd have made any of it. <laughs> You know, there, there was a, there was a <laughs> right. hill climb there in the very back that no one really saw that, you know, we were barely getting up it dry. And if it was wet, I don't I don't know what we would have done. Um, so well, I think, and, you know, we had some people that say it was our favorite race of the year last year. You know, course was hard enough, but not too hard. Um, you know, obviously that wasn't we, pro we did. We, we did. Uh, and, and to be honest, some of the other promoters um, in this year's uh, AMA East series, um, I, I keep in touch with them. And they've all been very complimentary of not only uh, the sport, but what we did. And, and everyone's always so willing to help. You know, if I have some questions, um, 
you know, I can call one of them up and, and they're, they're always having an opinion. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think that's the world we live in now, whether it's good or bad, everybody's <laughs> got some opinion. Um, so let's get down to this year's race in the third year. Okay. Uh, first thing I've got question wise is format. What, what's y'all's format going to be and how are we going to be starting? Okay. Good question. Um, so we Saddleback is very fortunate that this year we've added another 615 acres to our facility. So we're now at a right about, let's just call it 1200 acres. Okay. So uh, last year's 12 mile loop, um, we, we took that and we tried to replicate it this year, but incorporating some of our new property. Okay. Um, what we plan on doing uh, we've moved uh, to live laps, timing and scoring this year. Okay, so that was, that was also to... a question what the scoring was going to be, so you're just knocking them out. Oh, well, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, in talking to you throughout the year and just trying to get some feedback of other events, um, we really felt that taking the step to live laps uh, would help us. Uh, we we want to try to always come off professional but what we really want is a good rider experience. Uh, we want to make it hard, but we also don't want people to get frustrated at timing, get frustrated at getting their numbers and things like that. So we're doing things a little bit different this year okay. as we are, as we are part of the SEER series, the S E E R Southeastern extreme riders. Man, that um, was the question after scoring. You're just, oh you're, my work, you're literally working down my list for me. So we, um, I think we need to go out and pick some lottery numbers. We're doing pretty good today. Right, so let me back you up. Let's t- yeah. tell me what the format is. So oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, you, format, you just like you just went yes. down my list without even seeing it. I didn't even send it to you. All right. Format is classes will be gold, okay, silver, bronze, and then there's a saddleback members class that okay. we're having for our club. And those are the standard SEER classes. So if you've run that series at all, they'll be exactly what you're used to. Correct. Yep. So when when people go to live laps and sign up uh, for the event, they'll be able to pick which class they're in. They'll be assigned a number. That's all pretty standard. Okay. And that is already open online uh, on live laps, correct? It is. It's okay. on live laps, so you can actually go to livelaps.com and look up the Saddleback uh, Extreme Race, or okay. you can go to our website, which is saddlebackeast.org, and it'll link you over there, but okay. it's very easy to find. Gotcha. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to have um, a row start uh, with five riders per row. Okay. Starting with gold and working our way down through silver, bronze, and then we'll put the saddleback club members uh, behind everybody. Okay. And we're going to st- we're shooting to start everybody uh, about um, about every 30 seconds apart. Okay. Uh, we did that last year, and it seemed to work really well as far as letting some people get out in front, uh, not everyone being on top of each other until they get to a difficult section. Okay. Um, we are going to uh, do what's called a three-plus-one, three-hour-plus-one lap. Um and to put it simply, uh, any the leader who comes across the start-finish line after the 2.45, two-hour and 45-minute mark will get the white flag. He will kind of dictate that there's another lap left before the end of the race. Okay. Uh, 
Um, and then, so that means all riders will probably have about an hour and a half, two hours, um, once the leader comes through and gets checkered to then finish their lap. So okay. don't think that, you know, just because the leader finishes that the race is over, we've got multiple checkpoints set up. Uh, we're really trying for those guys that don't, you know, maybe complete a lap or complete another lap. We still want to give you credit because you all need the credit out here with this, uh, with this course. Well, and that, so like you just said, there will be checkpoints and with live laps that that's something I think you guys will have three or four. It's going to be like the rev limiter. If anyone did that in the past, there'll be a puck uh, Velcroed on your front number plate and they'll scan it with a phone as you go by. Correct. You're absolutely correct. Uh, You come up to a checkpoint, uh, someone with a phone will come, you'll hear an audible beep, they'll tell you to keep going, and all of that will be saved uh, and collated at the end uh, for laps and splits and everything. Okay, so let me get one thing, and I'm confused to buy it, and so we'll we'll see if we can get it straightened out. Once the leader gets the white flag, which will be after two hours and 45 minutes, yes, if you get lapped, basically if you're lapped, the leader comes around and gets checkers. Anyone behind the leader will get checkers. Is that correct? So, and maybe hopefully this answers you. Let's just say the leader finishes. Okay. Everyone still gets to have an attempt to then finish as well. The finish the lap they're on once the, that's correct. Okay. So if if the leader comes through, gets checkers and you come in after that leader, you won't be sent out for another lap. That is correct. Because theoretically, it should, it'll be after three hours if you throw the white flag at two hours and 45 minutes. That's right. Okay. That's right. I just, I just want to be exactly clear because we've had some, you know, so, some issues in the past with, well, you know, the, I think it was, I don't remember where it was, that some people got lapped, maybe tough like Roar. It was a five-hour race, but they got lapped. And so right. when they got back, right. they thought, well, I thought I'd have five hours to finish. But right. the leaders finished in like three and a half hours. Um, okay. So, and really the white flag, like I said, shouldn't come out till after that. Um, man, let's see. Part of the Sear series, how did that come about? No, that, that's a great question as well. Um, our first year, so in 2018, going back, um, we are putting this uh, uh, event together. And I think that hard enduro or the thought of hard enduro was still in, in its infancy here in the u.s but there was this guy named gary Barr, <laughs> who everyone was talking about on the internet you know that seemed to be this uh seasoned gentleman but he was getting out there and putting himself through the paces and everyone was very impressed well uh to make a long story short gary Uh, I reached out to him. He came up to our first event. I kind of was using him as maybe a measuring stick to what he thought we were doing. I know that he had and continues to travel internationally for some events and just having fun. And he just uh, kind of a a great, great uh, ambassador for the sport. Uh, He came up to the event. Uh, He liked it. He said, you know, it could be harder here. It was hard enough here. And so we went away feeling pretty good. Uh, fast forward, uh, he and Derek Bratcher had kind of put together some pretty neat events, GPS events, night events uh, down in, well, down in your area, yep. Tennessee, and also northern Alabama. 
and kind of put it together as the Southeastern Extreme Riders uh, Series. And uh, he came to our event last year, uh, said that we stepped it up a little bit, uh, and he looked forward to coming back. So, uh, you know, uh, I talk to Gary every so often. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a great person to bounce things off of. And uh, he said, hey, what about Saddleback being uh, uh, part of the Sear series this year? And I said, that sounds great. Well, and, and you know, in the year before, again, you were part of the AHE series that was AMA-backed. And to be part of that series again, which is now the Sherco AMA East Extreme, you would have had to move the date before um, – before TKO to be part of the qualifier series. And, and I, if I remember correctly, you guys didn't really want to move just to try to rush and throw something together in the spring. Is that correct? No, you're right. I mean, and uh, both AHE and AMA, uh, you know, we were talking with you guys uh, last year about how we could participate for 2020. You know, there were some big changes going on with everything from names to how it's going to be uh, presented uh, as a series. And unfortunately, uh, since we also are a membership club, which I have, you know, trials, events, motocross, uh, a lot of other things going on at, at our private club. It just didn't work out that uh, the slot that we would have fit into yep. to continue with the AMA East. It was just a little early in the year for us, um, and we just we just felt like we couldn't we couldn't present an event and call it part of a series unless it was top notch. So um, we just said, "Hey, maybe this year um, you all continue getting your series together. We'll go ahead and 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 have an event in September." And maybe open the discussion back up for 2021 and getting back in with the AMA absolutely, um, and being part of the series next year. All right. Well, very good. Well, now that we've got all the housekeeping stuff out of the way, yeah, you've talked yeah. about we've got this 600 new acres. Uh, uh -huh. I saw Brad Caraway posted some pictures this morning of, of some hill climbs, I think, towards the end of the lap. What can we expect out there? I know we had the one like bottleneck gully that started things off and there were some like pretty good rock faces we had to go up. And like I mentioned earlier, a good hill climb. What, what have you guys got in store or anything, uh, any obstacle you want to discuss? Well, you know, uh, that's a great question. Um, and I will do my best to, uh, answer it. <laughs> you know, we will have a combination of everything from, uh, off camber log crossings to just off camber single track. Oh, I do remember uh, a couple big off camber logs now that you mention it. Yeah. And some good yeah. off camber muddy stuff that I remember thinking if this was wet, we'd be sliding down that hill. You know, we put in some stuff this year that it's not even burned in yet. So there's no ledge to it. So yeah, <laughs> Great. it's, uh, I would uh, weight those pegs and try to get that back tire to bite into the hill because if you lose the back end, you're probably going to expend a little bit of energy. No, absolutely. And that, know that uh, feeling all too well. <laughs> uh, on top of that, uh, we do, we're, we're very lucky to have lots of creeks, which means lots of hills and that water has to run down the ravines to get to the creeks. So yep. we've got some great uh, rocky ravines. We've got some nice uh, sections to air out a little bit before the hard stuff. You know, okay. we don't want to, we don't mind throwing some obstacles at you guys, but we want you to 
catch your breath before we throw you another one. Well, and, and one thing that's different, especially us just coming off TKO a couple of weeks ago, all of y'all's rocks are these like little loose, like they're not round, smooth rocks. They're almost sharp. I don't want to call them shaly, but they're just, there's not a lot of really big rocks. There's a lot of little loose ones that just constantly move and are super slick. Well, I felt pretty good about my riding until you just described us not having big rocks because the stuff that I hit and I fall <laughs> over, they seem pretty big to me. <laughs> well, um, and this no, could be not where, I, you know, this could be on the new property. Let's say that. How about yeah. that? No, we, we don't have rocks the size of Volkswagens or anything like that. Okay. What we do have, um, and again, I, I'm just going to give you uh, an example. I ruined three brand new tires in three rides in three days um with my tubeless because the rocks just ate them alive and i basically had to convert over to a moose uh, because the flats because you're right we've got a lot of rock they've got sharp edges um and uh they like to grow moss on them as well. <laughs> well, and, and so that was kind of what I was, after we got done talking about the course, I was going to talk to you a little bit about tires being that how slick that place is. And, you know, I know last year I got a flat on an Ibex tubeless. I know Chuck DeLula got a flat on an Ibex. Um, and Chuck, so Chuck went through a whole wheel. He went through, he, <laughs> he went through like four spokes <laughs> broke on his first lap. Oh, well, maybe that was it as well. So I know he got a, got a <laughs> wheel change. Uh, that, that might explain why he only beat me by, one spot instead of several spots there you um, go but uh so i'm I, i'm i'm running bibs as well but if we get all this rain i may run tubeless just so i can run it almost flat um what i, I know you've been trying out some kenda tires what is the consensus best tire up there or kind of what what do people really like which seems to work the best Oh, that's so tough because, you know, there's... Everyone's got an opinion. <laughs> at, well, 225 members, everybody has an idea. So yep. um, I'll just talk about personally and then yep. the, the group that I ride with. Okay. Um, lately, we have really um, adopted and really liking that Kenda Gnarly. Um, okay. And that's their, their running... new FIM tire that comes in all the way up to a 140. So it's super wide carcass. That's right. They've got two new FIM tires. They've got the Gauntlet and yep. they have the Gnarly. Yep. And that's also um, the tire that I believe you knocked three holes in in three consecutive rides, correct? Can I deny that? And, uh, <laughs> well, I did. I, well, and that's what I did. With, I run also Kenda tires and the Gnarly. I had the same problem with it on tubeless. And now I won't even run it on tubeless because of that exact reason. It, it seems to have a much thinner carcass than the Ibex. But so go ahead. Yeah. So, again, I mean, Ibex, uh, and again, personally, in the, in the group that I ride with, the Kenda Ibex is, has been the go-to tire. Uh, okay. It's been a great tire uh, for our facility. Um, the Gauntlet, I've really enjoyed when it's dry out, but lately, uh, between myself, Chris Evans, Brad Carraway, uh, others that are working on the course right now, the Gnarly is the go-to. It... Uh, it's a dual durometer, if you want to call it that. There's a soft and an intermediate to it. Yeah, and I like and, it for uh, us slow people like me. I call it the frowny face and the the, the smiley the, face. The smiles and the frown. Yep, right? that's yeah. it. Which do you run it smiley side or frowny side? So, yeah. So I I run it frown 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 side. Okay. Um, 
uh, Nick Ferringer was out at the club a couple weeks ago with some friends, and he and I talked about it a little bit, and he was kind of explaining to me his philosophy on how the durometer plays with the rocks. And I said, you know what? Uh, you not only have better hair than me, you know more than me. Uh, I'm just going to go with what you say. Well, and what I keep telling everyone is, is everyone keeps saying, why am I running the gnarly? I was like, well, Cody said that's what he likes. And I said, the only <laughs> right. problem is I can't ride like Cody. And like you said, Nick's got the hair and the knowledge, and he might be a little better. Nothing personal. Hey, <laughs> he is much better. So, okay. Um, so I, that's, that's what I would say. Um, and I switched to a moose about uh, three weeks ago okay. because uh, I was literally blowing through tubeless um, every every time I rode. Yep. And uh, it's only fun to say like once or twice, and then you're spending all your time back at the trailer switching out tires. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so you mentioned some of the guys that have been helping out on the course. I wanted to give you a chance yeah. to kind of say who, who all has been working. I know you guys have a big club, but if there's anyone that's been you know going. To... And we're back. Hey, Drew Kirby. All right. So we had a little technical difficulties. Apparently, Chris decided to leave his phone out in the sun, <laughs> and it stopped working. <laughs> Who knew? But uh, so what I was getting ready to say, Chris, is I know you guys have a big club, um, but you'd mentioned some of the guys that you're riding crew. Who has been uh, especially helpful and been laying out the, the course and, and doing a lot of work on the course? Yeah. Um, first off, if I miss anybody, uh, I apologize. Uh we couldn't do any of this without a lot of members and the uh, support of our club, Saddleback East. Um, but the, the small, call it Saddleback Extreme core group, myself, Brad Carraway, Jamie Abersoll, uh, Chris Evans, Joey Beck, uh, the Fries, uh, and there's so many others. I mean, I, I, I just wanted to mention that, again, some people come out and if they can help for an hour or two, they do. Uh, others have taken off time from work, uh, rain or shine. They're out there working on this. And uh, uh, Brad Caraway has been very, very instrumental in putting together a great course. I think it's going to challenge everybody from gold to bronze uh, throughout the day. Well, and, and, you know, one thing that's harder, um, and I guess we you guys had to deal with this last year, was split. You know, you've essentially got two courses. You've got the – the gold and the silver basically run one course and then the bronze has some bypasses around some of the other stuff. So they had any trouble laying that out or is he kind of, you guys got everything figured out? No, we haven't figured out. We're going to have uh, so it's going to be about a 12 to 13 mile loop. Okay. Um, we're going to have three checkpoints uh, throughout that loop. Uh, again, utilizing the live laps to keep people, you know, slow them down, but keep them going. Yep. And then uh, right now we've got three splits. So gold, silver uh, would go one way. Uh, bronze would go another. Um, and then they come right back together. And it's usually just around some of the more gnarly, aggressive stuff. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, very good. Well, any have you guys got some sponsors you'd like to thank for their support this year? We do. We do. Um, first of all, we want to give a shout out to Sear Southeast Extreme Riders for including us in their um, in their series. Okay. Uh, the guys down there have been great. Uh, we also have a title sponsor this year of Alien Tech USA. No, I've uh, heard they're I've heard they're a pretty good company. Well, uh, I heard that they they are. <laughs> they have some pretty uh, 
cool electronic tuning tools for calibrations for all sorts of vehicles. So, oh, very good. Well, I'm sure you can uh, find them online, correct? You can. AlienTech-USA.com. Okay, very good. Well, I'm, I'm glad they <laughs> stepped up to be a title sponsor. Yeah, well, you know, there's only so many times I can go home and still look in the mirror about uh, how we're going to put this thing together without uh, giving blood, sweat, and uh, tears to this. So, <laughs> Very good. Uh, we also want to thank Sherco USA, uh, Fly Racing, and Kenda Tires, okay. um, all of which uh, have helped out. And, uh, and again, I just want to say, uh, personally, I want to thank you and everybody that I reach out to all year long with questions. Um, you guys have been great, and uh, it, it's been fun, and I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone before the event. Um, <laughs> I'll probably hide a little bit until everyone cools down a little bit after the event. But yeah. uh, I always like hearing and it's re- reinforcing for all of us that have worked so hard that you guys have fun. Absolutely. Well, and, and we, we are looking forward to it. Since Cherco USA is located, what, probably an hour from there, 45 minutes. Any, any chance they're going to have some 2021s over there for us to look at and uh, rub on? Well, you know, I can't I can't say the rubbing part because that okay. would be a little improper. But uh, <laughs> there's always a chance that uh, something could be seen at the club that no one's seen before. Oh, well, I didn't even talk to you about this beforehand. But when we get done, I'm going to have to call you and get all the all the details. Well, so. I'll give you all the details I can. Uh, of course, I in true salesman um, uh left that wide open to be interpreted by many different ways. Uh, yeah, it could be anything. Well, Chris, thank you for the time, and uh, we'll see you here in, golly, about a week and a half. That sounds great, Drew. I appreciate the call, and uh, for everybody that's coming out, we, uh, we welcome everyone, and we're putting on a great event. We want to hear uh, everyone have some fun along with the struggle. Well, and hey, I think, and before we go, um, sign up online. Is it, or we'll be able to sign up day of the race as well. Uh, no. So here, real quick, uh, good question. Live Laps, exclusive registration through Live Laps. Okay. And as you come through the gate and yep, obviously the sign the waiver uh, for the club, you will be given a rider's packet at the gate, which will have your number plate. It will have your transponder, as you said, that'll go on the front. Uh, it'll also have some saddleback uh, stickers and things in there for you guys. We're really trying to uh, cut down and be respectful of social distancing um, and and be more efficient. If we can give everybody uh, their rider's packet coming in the door, uh, the start will go faster and and the fun will happen faster. All right. And it's uh, Saturday, 11 Central is the start. Is that correct? 11 Eastern Standard. Eastern. You guys are Eastern real time. Uh, I I didn't say that. I said that. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So. There'll be a riders meeting at 10 a.m. It will be very short, just kind of hitting on some of the high points. And we hope to have the first row out at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, from Saddleback East. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you for the time, and uh, we'll see you here in a few days. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Drew. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. 